It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Well, Red Rover on over. But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to the Soul Amplified podcast. I am Vanessa Grace, your host. Welcome yourself to this moment. Welcome yourself to this moment that you have given yourself to connect in more deeply with yourself. Um, If you're in a situation where you can just put your hand over your heart for a moment, please don't do this if you're driving or anything like that, but if it's safe for you to just put your hand over your heart and maybe close your eyes and take a very deep, nourishing breath or two with me. And just connect, connect into you and maybe just notice something about your body, a sensation, um, how it's feeling, the, the position it's in. If you're in motion right now, how does it feel to be moving? And you don't need to change anything about what you've noticed. Just tune in and notice because this is this moment in life that you are living and Our lives are full of just this moment right now. And so tuning in to you right now is being more alive, more connected, more you. In fact, the most you by noticing your your inner world, what's happening inside your body. Thanks for doing that with me. Sometimes it's important to just take a beat. So today I want to talk about the attempt to find peace in our lives. I attempt to find peace every morning because I don't wake up feeling peaceful most of the time. Um, I usually have some small amount of stress because my brain dives straight into what needs to be done that day. Even though I've been working for several years on just chilling the fuck out, (laughs) right? I'm trying to chill out and um, be a calm person who trusts that the universe has got my back and that it's all going to work out. And my, my job is to stay high vibration not saying that I can't have complex emotions, but you work through them and then return to the high vibration place. But I don't normally wake up that way. It's my old programming of getting up and getting the shit done and how much do I have to accomplish today is still very much in me. And so I have to uh, like swim upstream every morning with my morning routine. And... I have historically, the last few few years, been very good about meditating in the morning. But this year, I have not been. And I think it's because I really just threw myself off after my father-in-law passed away in December. 
and just a lot of things about my life changed. And I'm not saying it's because he passed away. I just think that a lot of things shifted in my life at that time. Um, things I can't even articulate right now, because mostly because I can't remember them, not because they're so complicated. I just remember there was a lot of changes that happened all in like a month or two. And I just fell into a different morning routine. And um, so I wasn't focusing. Oh, that's right. I wasn't focusing as much on meditation. There was another morning thing that I wanted to do. And so I was focusing my energy on making sure that got done in the morning rather than the meditation. And so now that I only have one business, I have noticed that, oh, I feel like I have even more time to spend on my morning routine. And so I found myself going back in to that meditation um, after most of the morning things are done and attempting to find that peace that we all are seeking in our life where we feel calm, we feel secure, we feel loved, we feel, um, we feel like there's not anything that needs our attention. We don't feel the urgency. The, the, the former therapist part of myself would maybe say, um, our nervous system isn't kicked into, uh, sympathetic where it's just like everything is in overdrive. I hope I said the right one. I really don't know if it's sympathetic or parasympathetic. I always get them mixed up. But what I mean is the one that goes into overdrive. Um, you know, trying to not be in that place, but to be in the rest and restore version of the nervous system. Um, and, and that feeling peaceful and feeling trusting and hopeful and, and attempting to get to that place feels very good. Well, getting to that place feeling feels very good. Attempting to get to that place feel, can feel very confusing. But I've noticed that when I've gone back in to doing my meditation the last few times that I've done it, it's taking me a lot longer to hit kind of that point of nexus that I had been able to hit so easily before. And I'm just being gentle with myself, recognizing that really I haven't been doing it consistently. And so, the you know, there's... There's some extra things that my soul and my chakras and just my being might need to work through now that I'm meditating a little bit more again. And that, and so sinking myself into this place of peacefulness might take more work because it's been so long since I've been consistent at it. And I think that's the struggle when we're seeking peace and we're trying all these new things. Um, when they start coming together in a harmonizing way, all of these um, techniques or ways of thinking, um, shedding old patterns, adding new ones, adding, adding, adding the new and getting rid of the old, whatever adds peace and getting rid of whatever... Um, you know, lacks peace, whatever takes peace away from us, getting that whole symphony to come together can feel really daunting and really hard, but we need to keep practicing these uh, skills, whatever they are for you that helps bring you peace. And it can be frustrating to think, oh gosh, I've been trying it and it's not been working. 
it's taking too long, so I, I'm just not going to spend time on it anymore. But come, keep coming back to the things that you know bring you peace. And if you don't know what brings you peace, or you've forgotten, this is your moment to remind yourself, or to begin the search. Because the search of what brings you peace is worthwhile. Those moments, those little islands of calm are really, really important in our lives. And I'm attempting to build a life where I experience peace more frequently than not. That doesn't mean there's not challenges or hardships or I don't flip back into some old thinking pattern, uh, you know, based on an external circumstance or just a thought pattern that I have or an old fear that crops up. All of those are just opportunities uh, for me to fucking go back and, and keep doing the personal development work again and reconnect into my spirit and reconnect into the universe and come back to my center. And so don't give up on yourself and your attempts to find peace. Um, that there is a way to get there in our classic sentence, our society does not promote peace with the things that it asks us to chase. It, it's not set up for peace. It's set up for accomplishment and burnout. <laughs> I mean, having experienced that myself. And because this is a codependency podcast, I want to talk about peace and codependency because codependency is not a very peaceful experience. It has moments of peace when you feel like you've achieved some form of success. Hold on, I'm going to get some water. But let me back up for a second. So a codependent person in general is attempting with their behavior and their thought patterns to make sure that they are accepted and that they are loved, which that's totally fine that we want those things. All of us are hardwired to feel accepted and loved. Um, but the codependent person um, didn't pick up on the other part of the information, uh, not their fault. Being a recovering codependent person myself, not my fault that I didn't know these things that I know now, right? You know, they codependent people have missed out on understanding I can love myself and you at the same time and I don't have to stop giving myself what I need to give you what you need so that you love me so that in the process of the equation of finding love and acceptance from another person specifically or others in general that they subtract loving themselves and in that process of subtracting loving themselves there can be these moments of peace while they're hunting down um, how to find the peace. Because in the process of finding the peace, occasionally they do impact somebody else's life in a way that makes them feel happy. Uh, they do help other people and that makes them feel happy. They might um, convince 
an addict or an alcoholic to engage in a positive behavior that they think is going to turn the ship in the right direction or to not engage in a dangerous behavior that they think is going to turn the ship in the right direction. And so they have a moment of success where they're like, aha, see, I'm making a difference. I'm helping because now this uh, addict alcoholic person is changing. Or maybe they have a moment with a person who's emotionally immature in their lives where that person seems to have um, responded a little differently with a little bit more emotional maturity. And you think, aha, this is a moment of peace. They're changing. All of the work that I have been doing, um, the, the ways that I have been helping them, giving them exactly what they want, it's really making a difference. See, this is an example right here where they, um, they actually listened to me in this moment. Or maybe you, you find a sense of peace when you've really decided, I'm going to help this certain person in my life. And usually it's somebody that you've met, and I call them project people. You take somebody on as a project. You're going to help them. You're going to befriend them. Maybe it's your teenage child's new friend. Maybe it's... Uh, someone in a sporting organization that you're a part of and they um, they really need some help with something. But whoever it is and however you know them, you take them under your wing and um, try to help them a little bit like a social worker would. Um, getting them resources, helping them get places, helping them make connections. And there's a deep sense of satisfaction and helping this other person improve themselves in whatever way that may be. Maybe they need uh, more financial stability, more emotional stability. Maybe they just need somebody to love them. Um, but project people don't always do what we want. And so the, the way that a codependent person experiences a sense of peace with a person that's kind of a project is temporary because people are individuals and codependent people tend to have um, expectations. They tend to have a desire for that person to go down a specific path and they can feel resentment because they overgive without knowing that the project person maybe didn't really want the type of help they were giving. And so they say, I've done all this for you. And the project person thinks, well, yes, you did, but I didn't ask you to. And maybe they begin to think, I'm not obligated to take all the help that you want because it's now the wrong kind of help. Or that's not actually what I want in my life. Or I'm not ready for this. You're forcing me. And there can begin to be resentment. And so then the peace begins to erode with the project person. And so... Codependency does have these moments that look like peace because they feel like you're making progress and you're making success. Um, but really what's happening is that success and that progress is outside of you. It is contingent on what other people are doing. That peace is not inside of you. 
And so I'm not sure we can call it true peace. I feel like true peace is no matter what's happening outside of you, you feel peaceful inside. I feel like that's a shocking thing to say to a person who's codependent or recovering from codependency. How could you be peaceful when there's work to be done? How could you be peaceful when there is um, something going wrong? How could you be peaceful when a person is in pain or is in doing things that are harmful to themselves or are not honoring other people or when someone's being mean to you, when they're not respecting you? How could you feel peace in those moments? Well, peace, the words that were going to fly out of my mouth that I'm not sure are even my own right now. Um, wow, I'm not remembering them. It's, it was the concept of peace is a choice. It, and she, peace is a perspective that you choose inside yourself. And again, when you're, when you're codependent, a lot of it is about controlling the situation to ensure that what you need, which is love and acceptance, are fulfilled. And so you're controlling the situation by kind of like hacking the emotions of others to figure out what they need so that you can give them what they need before they ask for it or you can anticipate it and then that ensures the peace. Um, but that is a thought process that is rooted in otherness. Well, peace is a very much internal experience. And so I started to say this with the project person and how the peace begins to fall apart, but I'll go back and do it with some of the other ones. If you have a person who's emotionally unavailable and you have a breakthrough with them, what you think is a breakthrough it doesn't necessarily mean that they now understand how to be emotionally mature. It doesn't even mean that they want more breakthroughs or they want more personal development because that might be really hard work for them. It might be greatly beneficial to them and to you, but that doesn't mean that they desire it, which is a hard pill for me to swallow sometimes. So I can understand why it's a hard pill for you to swallow as well. But really, it's only a hard pill to swallow with, like, the people that are the closest in my life. I, I, I don't have as much of a hard time if people aren't close to me or uh, it doesn't really affect my personal life. It's a, harder for me, you know, when people don't want to mature when they're, like, in the inner circle. So, if a, if a person begins to make changes and you feel like you've contributed to those changes and you're finding peace and celebration because of that, you have to have peace regardless of whether or not that person chooses to continue their personal growth in a way that's beneficial to you. You have to have peace either way to actually have peace or else it's it was fake peace. You know, it wasn't really yours. It was predicated on something external. And then again with the addict and the alcoholic, um, their behaviors are really disruptive uh, 
because of the turmoil that they're going through within themselves and not having the ability to focus on others and see how they affect other people and that it's damaging to others and definitely to themselves. So if you feel like you're making headway there, I mean, gosh, that's just a heavy one because until that person chooses to admit um, their addiction and admit what's happening and be honest with themselves, they're certainly not going to be honest with other people. And there can be a huge amount of mistruth and lying and misdirecting and uh, giving false lip service and false hope to all sorts of things. And it's very painful to have that happen to you repeatedly and then um, come up empty-handed. It's not very peaceful, right, to put hope into that situation. But you have to seek, seek a space within yourself to find that peace. And it may mean that you need to distance yourself from the alcoholic and the addict to find the peace and to be able to see more clearly. And that's true for all of these situations. In reality, if you want to find peace, helping these other people and working so hard until their lives are fixed is, like I said, um, not true peace. It's like a decoy peace. Because even if you were to get to a point in life where you magically, as a codependent person, helped all these other people into a situation where they had no problems, if everybody in your life had zero problems, what would you do as a codependent person? You would probably go find someone not in your circle that needed help because you need another person to fix. And that means that you're actually not healed from codependency, obviously, and obviously not experiencing peace because you went out and sought another problem once peace was achieved. Uh, the, the fake peace of everybody in my life has no problems, so now I'm in control because I fixed everything, which is a pipe dream in that I have never seen that happen. Um... But really what that means that you would go find another person to help or another person to save or another person to work on is that you're really just distracting from yourself. You're distracting yourself with the problems of other people rather than going within yourself and paying attention to what you need. And paying attention to what you need is actually what is going to help you find peace. So understanding your own needs, that's not a decoy to peace. That is one of the pathways to peace and peace and true healing. Feeling your emotions fully and really processing them, that's not a decoy to peace. That is a pathway to peace. Yes, it is not peaceful along the way. But it is very, very honest and brings up the things that you need to process so that you can achieve a more peaceful situation later. I did not say that the pathway to peace was a peaceful experience in and of itself. The pathway to peace is usually quite rocky and sharp, but I'm okay with that. 
and I hope that you are too. Um, if you're not, start with something small to tune into yourself because really peace is about moving inwards in a way where you connect to yourself and your soul and to the universe and God and knowing um, that the universe has um, the universe has your back and God is with you when uh, things feel out of place and out of sorts, which is usually a daily occurrence for someone who is codependent, but it can also be an every minute experience for some people who are codependent for everything to feel out of place for every minute. And so finding a moment where things feel centered and you feel internally peaceful is a breakthrough and quite amazing. And if you haven't had one of those moments yet, I hope that you have one soon. And if you're having them, keep doing the things that bring you peace, prioritize them, set boundaries around them so that you can uh, make sure that they're in your life so that you can attain peace more frequently inside your soul. I think those are all of my thoughts on this right now. And so I'm going to leave, going to leave it there. Let me know what your thoughts on peace are and how you have been seeking peace. And if you have different thoughts on peace, I would love to hear them because this was just my inner ramblings and not, not the end all be all by, by, by any means. Um, again, there is the merch available for you. You can find that on soulamplified.org slash merch, M-E-R-C-H. And of course, also available via my Instagram. And of course, I have the Awaken Your Feminine Retreat happening August 27th from 1 to 4 here in lovely Vancouver, Washington. We are meeting in a yurt to learn all about the energies of divine masculine and divine feminine and how to help you move more into your feminine so that you can receive, aka manifest those things you're trying to manifest and also learn how to be in flow and learn how to connect more to that women's intuition. Um, you can sign up with the link in my bio on Instagram. The link is in the show notes and of course you can head directly to the website, which is soulamplified.org slash yurt dash retreat. I know that was really long. Sorry, that's what it ended up being. And I hope to see you there. I'm very excited because people are signed up and we've got a good group happening so far. And so you don't want to miss out on that uh, it, or the after party if you want to hang out and come to the after party. <sighs> So those are all the things that are happening right now. My dear, go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me 
I love hearing how you're growing. Get Amplified!